It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And thanks for joining us for the PHNX Suns postgame show brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's number one sportsbook app. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a five star review. I'm Lindsay Smith. He's Saul Bookman and the Suns got a win tonight over the Chicago Bulls, 132 to 113. And what a game it was, specifically from two very fantastic <laughs> players in this one. So let's get into our three points. What you got on your man? Personal? I tell you what, the, 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 the top point you would think it would have been DA at some point, but no 51 on over 80% shooting from Devin Booker. I mean, the guy, he scored 95 points in, in back-to-back games combined. It is just incredible. Yeah, absolutely. But D.A. was also incredible. D.A. put up a season-high 30 points tonight, and it was just really fun to watch him perform out there as well. He said the other night he set a new standard. Well, tonight he met that new standard. I'll tell you what, in the third point, obviously, we didn't come up with a third point because those two combined were enough for all three points. Yes. <laughs> 81 points combined out of 130. The rest of the team scored 49 points, and it's not – because they were terrible. It's no. because those two were that damn good. Unbelievable night. Yes, but before we get into the two of them together and what yeah. that means moving forward, let's talk about them individually a little bit first, yeah. starting with Devin Booker. So he had a season high 51 points tonight on 20 of 25 shooting in just three quarters, mind you, because he left after the third quarter and we never saw him again. Had Monty pulled an Earl Watson and <laughs> stuck him back in there in the fourth quarter, even without the fouling, he might have beaten his own record. Uh, Suns fans obviously would have loved to see that because oh, totally. then the excuse of, oh, well, they were just trying to pad stats or they didn't really care. They were trying to, you know, to get fouls and, and draw uh, and to get Booker some points that would have been gone. Those are, those are, those are, those will be totally gone. Mm -hmm. uh, so that would have been cool. But uh, as it is, 51 points to three quarters is an epic performance. And I know Tom Chambers has the most uh, points in a single home game for the Suns in franchise history. But Devin Booker now has the most points at the Footprint Center. Yes. Okay. In that building. And to me, more impressive because he got 51 through three. Through three quarters. Three quarters. Oh, yeah. my God. Just incredible. That's the craziest part. Like, it's just, I mean, three quarters. Are you kidding yeah. me? And mostly, like, it's crazy because most of it came in the second and the third quarter. Because mm -hmm. he had nine points at the end of the first. Then he had 25 points at the end of the second. And then 51 points at the end of the third. Yeah. So, yeah. and that's because, I mean, in my opinion, at least... D.A. started out the game. D.A. was the guy to start the game. Yeah. And I think Book allowed that to be the, the case, right? He was like, okay, you're cooking right now. We'll continue to go there. But then it kind of just sort of seamlessly shifted hands, but in the best way possible. It wasn't like D.A. was then iced out whatsoever yeah, no, either. For sure. Listen, you know, on draft night uh, or like the day after the draft, they talked about Devin Booker. And DeAndre Ayton said, you know, he wants to be like Shaq and Kobe. Mm -hmm. This is the closest we've ever seen to Shaq and Kobe. Uh, it, it, it was just incredible. And listen, 
<clears throat> for Devin Booker specifically, yes, we saw all the chatter on Reddit. We saw it all over the place. We saw Bulls fans not understanding what the fuck they were watching because they apparently have never watched the Suns play, and they were in shambles, as my guy <laughs> in the chat said. This is true. Uh, it was the full <laughs> spectrum of the Devin Booker experience tonight. Listen, he was aggressive taking the ball to the hoop. He was aggressive um, in the mid-range game. He hit the turnaround jump shots. He hit the pull-up threes. He hit the pull-up threes on while running full speed to the three-point line. The whole Booker repertoire was in full force tonight. That's what makes – listen, Steph Curry is Steph Curry. Klay Thompson is Klay Thompson when Klay Thompson was, you know, okay. uh, playing at a high level. And I've been saying for a while what's what Booker's going to need to do is he's going to have to set himself apart um, by having these spectacular games that flash – Every now and then, because the national media isn't paying attention to Devin Booker because he's never been like a flashy guy. Eddie Johnson even pointed out he hit a, a three to give him, I think, 46. And it and Devin Booker's reaction was like so ho-hum, like <laughs> this is just business. Um, at, at some point, there's a, there's a threshold that gets broken and uh, Devin Booker grabs your attention tonight. He grabbed everybody in the league's attention. He just had 44 and you're like, oh, okay, well, against the Sacramento Kings. Then he drops 51 on DeMar DeRozan's head. And what else are you going to say? This guy's the best two-guard in the league. And to me, to me, he is the front runner for MVP. I know what Luka's doing. I know what Giannis is doing. But Booker is right there in that conversation. Mm -hmm. To say that he's not, I just think is, I mean, I know I'm biased, but still, I just, I don't, I just crazy. To say that he's not at least in the conversation is just crazy to me because the biggest thing that really stood out to me about this performance from Devin tonight is the fact that he only got to the free throw line six times. He was five of six from the charity stripe, which is like you talk about these other guys like Luca being able to put up big numbers for their team. How often, though, does he put up big numbers without getting to the line? A crazy amount like yeah. that's part of his game. And that's totally cool. Like I'm not knocking him for that. But to be able to put up numbers like this without getting to the line that many times is more impressive to me personally than it is to be able to add in 15 additional points because you're getting to the free throw line. Million, that just just me being, percent. that's my opinion. I, a million percent. Like, you know, J.J. Reddick said it on the, the Old Man and Three podcast on Monday. Ironically, it was Monday. Monday morning, he said, Booker's not in the top of my MVP consideration because of what Luca and Giannis are doing. They're just playing out of their minds. And you might be able to consider that and say, okay, well, I get it. But Luca's on a losing team. Like he, the record is, is, is below 500. And ever since that comment, which was posted on Monday, Devin Booker's had two of his best games he as said, a son. Okay, he was like, okay, I hear you, but <laughs> hear me out. You know what I mean? And so I, listen, I said it the other night. I'll say it again. Watching Devin Booker play basketball is 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 poetry. It's beautiful because he gives you the entire repertoire as what a, a good basketball player can do. He doesn't have to rely on one specific skill set. He doesn't have to just rely on his mid-range because he was driving the ball to the hoop aggressively mm -hmm. uh, all night long. He was uh, six of seven from deep tonight. He was uh, he was a little shaky from three, uh, you know, or not as consistent from three as he was from the mid range um, for a large part of his career. He's he's starting to shore that up, and he's starting to be a a, a knockout three point shooter. Like if he puts the whole package together, there's not a single guy in the league that can guard him. And then you add obviously DeAndre Ayton, mm -hmm. and that just changes the whole game. So there's a couple things from Code in the chat. First and foremost, uh, thank you for your super chat. We will get to that one first, but I want to talk about this secondary one that he dropped. He said, Book does it in a team-oriented system with less usage. And I think that's kind of the thing that sometimes gets forgotten about Devin because he doesn't have nights like this every single night, even though we know he is more than capable of it because Devin is a team guy. Devin doesn't have to be. He can be, but he doesn't have to be that guy every mm. night because he also understands how important it is for his teammates to be that guy sometimes, for it, it to be a shared kind of situation, a full team effort. And he doesn't go out there and play hero ball anymore because he doesn't have to. Yeah. 
And I think that's something that sometimes he doesn't get enough credit for. Yeah. It's almost like, oh, well, his numbers are dropping. Or last year was like, well, Devin might be the best player on the team, but Chris Paul is contributing in this way and that way. And it's like, well, wouldn't you rather have a guy on your team who's willing to make this a full team effort and allow guys to also thrive and grow and get better in their craft for the longevity of your your team as well? Rather than a guy who's like all about me. It's not just me, me. Look at me. Yeah, I think I think Chris Paul gave him the blueprint um, in terms of how to lead and how to lead at a high level. Um, and now you're seeing it. And listen, it's kind of it's kind of a, it definitely is a blessing in disguise that Chris Paul has been out for the last three or four weeks, because what you're seeing from this team, especially with D.A. Book and Mikhail Bridges, it's like they all kind of took an onus upon themselves and said, you know what, this is our team. Like we we've got to come through with this. We can play at a higher level. Um, so let's let's do that. And Devin Booker has led that charge. And you can see Devin Booker and DA all of a sudden they're communicating a lot more. They're talking to each other a lot more on the court. You can see them being demonstrative with each other, like in a in a very positive way. Um, and it's and it's impacting the games. DA's got a chip on his shoulder, and I don't know if it's because of Booker or if it was because of Pat Bev pushing it, <laughs> but I fucking love it. And and Devin Booker's just gonna keep feeding that fire because what do we say? You've got to reward the big man for doing the things that that you hope that he can do. You got to trust him, right? And because of that trust, Devin Booker is almost even a more uh, a scary weapon out there because now you can't play, you can't focus on one and not the other. You have you have to give even distribution, and Devin Booker is going to kill you. Game in, game out. If you if you continue to ignore him, the Bulls weren't sending a lot of double teams his way. Whoops, <laughs> whoops. You got to send those doubles, otherwise, and you got to get the ball out of his hand. Otherwise, you're going to lose. Well, they, who who do we play on Monday? I forgot. Uh, the Kings. Sorry, thank you. Then the Kings, the Kings tried to double book. Uh, in the second half, they threw a lot of who, doubles. Who was it uh, last week? There was another team that tried to double book yeah, too. Yeah. He's figuring out yes. how to utilize his teammates. You can't get away with doubling book either anymore. Yeah. A million percent. Like, like you're y'all screwed. That's all there is to it. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. You're in trouble. Okay, a couple of super chats here. HM, thank you for your super chat. Said Saul's point of book uh book learning to lead is on point, along with book and Aiton's relationship on court. Yes, absolutely. And then code, code hit us with another 4999. You, you might be the real MVP. You the real MVP code, but what he said was MVP, 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 and yes, absolutely. Devin needs to be in that conversation, and we're not the only ones talking about it. His brother, Davon, on Twitter sent this tweet out during the game towards the end of the third quarter, said, what makes it even better is reading all the tweets talking about books shouldn't be any conversations with Luca and Tatum. Cut it out. And we agree. Cut it out. Cut it out. He should be absolutely be involved in those conversations. If you want to pick one or the other for whatever reason you decide in your head, that's your prerogative, but he should be in the conversation. Yeah, a million percent. Listen, we're not sitting here saying that that it, right now at, at game 21 that he needs to be the MVP favorite no matter what. Like cuz we know that the other guys have played very well as well. Like I'm not taking that away from him. But what we have to stop doing is completely eliminating and disregarding what Devin Booker is doing just because we're not watching the Phoenix Suns play basketball. Yeah. That's what we need to stop. That national narrative has got to stop. The real ones know. The real ones, the other guys that look just go look at Twitter right now. Like a ton of it Clay Thompson's giving Devin Booker love. Like, there's guys out there in the league that know what Devin Booker can do, and they're giving him as much love as possible. Kendrick Perkins has got him in his top three as the MVP candidate. Like, mm-hmm. guy, peeps are starting to turn the corner and understand, like, okay, let me get on this Devin Booker train a lot earlier than I did last year because Devin Booker was was just as good last year. This year he's a little bit better. I'm not, I'm not going to take that away. Um, but nobody got on that train and started to realize that until it was like – 75% of the way through the season when Chris Paul got hurt. Then they were like, oh, Devin Booker's still the same good player. We kind of fucked this up because we were saying it was like a 50-50 <laughs> split between these two. And maybe maybe we shouldn't have. Now, because Chris Paul got injured a lot earlier, people are starting to recognize that Devin Booker is that dude. He is him. And they got to recognize it a lot earlier. So this is going to give Devin Booker a longer runway to do what he's doing right now and show off 
how dominant he really is and get put into that top three conversation on a more consistent basis, which should result in more votes and should result in a higher um, you know, notch on that MVP list. You know who thinks Devin's performance tonight was really crazy? All of us. Kevin Durant, you want to read this tweet, Saul? Oh. Kevin Durant just tweeted this out. I'm trying to get 20... it on the graphic right now. Yeah, I got you. 20 for 25 is fucking ridiculous, Devin Booker. Absolutely, it is. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. And so many people, like you said, I'm sure if we hopped on Twitter right now and went through the timeline, there'd be even more people tweeting about what Devin did tonight and just who he is. And you, we see it all the time. We talked about it last week, too. How many of these coaches are coming through this season already? We've had at least two or three different coaches come into this city in that arena and talk about how crazy of a player Devin is, how how efficient he is, how much he's grown, the fact that he gets it done on both sides. Yeah. Like, everyone has so much praise for Devin except for the people who vote for the awards yeah. that we want him to Listen, win. Listen, you know, if you if you watch uh, some <laughs> of the, the, the videos on Michael Jordan from back in the day, um, they would talk about, like, how people would question Michael Jordan's game. Like, and they would try to pick something apart. You know, one year it would be his defense. Well, then he won Defensive Player of the Year. Uh, you know, and then the, the next year it would be like, oh, well, you can't win a championship. And then he won a championship. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can never do something good on a good team or whatever. And then he leads the best team of all time. Like, Devin Booker has added something to his game each and every year. Uh, last year it was like a really concentrated effort on the defensive side. Took him to another level. This year, because of what happened in that Mavs series, he knew that he couldn't rely on just trying to dominate the ball himself. He had to learn how to distribute. He's one of the best playmakers on this team, uh, minus Chris Paul. He gets everybody involved, and he's not thinking about himself because he's understanding what the long play is. You're trying to win a championship. Devin Booker playing ISO ball was never going to win you a championship. No. But Devin Booker getting everybody else involved and making them all wel- weapons uh, uh, indirectly, ironically, makes him a better weapon. Yes. And that's the beauty of Devin Booker right now is that mm-hmm. he's realized that and he's taken his game to a whole nother level. Fucking beautiful, man. And here's what we're going to do, right? Because we got a son's community over here. We know all of these things. What we need to do is continue talking about it, right? Publicly on social media, start tagging the NBA and things, <laughs> talking, being loud as hell about our guy D Book, especially like let's get it started now because All Star voting is going to start in just a few weeks, yep. and we need to show up big for him because that's majority on us. Like, sure, it's it's a split vote percentage wise. But we got to we got to take care of our business. If we want him to do the things he's doing on the court that make us as fans excited and happy and love this team and this game even more, we got to pull our end of the the bargain. here. There's one way we could do that. There is. We got you covered, at least from a shirt perspective. Right. And then you can take pictures in the shirt and you can post them on social media and you can tag people. in. this is the MVP one shirt. You guys we are talking about Devin Booker, number one MVP. And this shirt is available right now in our locker at phnxlocker.com. The link is in the description. We're also going to drop it in the chat. So if you're here with us right now live, you can also grab one of these shirts. What do you think, Saul? I, I mean, we, we need to see more of these. Around we we got to see. We got to see this rocking around the valley for we sure. Do. Like people need to understand. Like you got to represent. You got to represent Booker not only online, but when that fucking TV camera is panning that crowd, cop that shirt. Wear that shirt. Give Book some love on national TV because you know they they scan the crowd. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's just listen. Devin Booker needs all the support and all the love. Um, and I, I. This is the first year where I'm like, without a doubt, there is no doubt. He is the best two guard in the league. That's not even close. Yeah. Uh, and and he needs he needs to get the accolades to back that up because that's he deserves that. He, he should does. be a starter in the All Star game. He absolutely deserves that. And we even saw tonight, like shout out to everyone who was down at the Footprint Center. We could hear it on the broadcast, like MVP chance for book throughout the arena, and that's gotta like that's great. And not only that, but that's gotta feel good if you're book. I'm sure that adds a little bit. Not that he needs any fuel added to his fire. He's he's good in that uh, area, but yeah. it doesn't hurt, right? It also makes the team really excited. Mm-hmm. It fires all of them up collectively. Like, it's just fun. So 
And, Grab and, your shirt again. And somebody did point out in the chat, and trust me, we've got this circled already. We're ready to go. Vince Quintana says he's got to go out. Uh, he's got to go off versus Tatum yeah. next week, and it's all over. Uh, well, I wouldn't say it's all over. We still got more than half the season left to go. But when we talk about statement games against that the best be team in the league right now, record-wise, the Boston Celtics are that team. I think they're 18-4 and four right now. Um, that's a huge opportunity for Devin Booker to stake his claim as not only being the best, uh, you know, or the, the, the MVP favorite, but also that he's better than Jason Tatum. Because that's how we're go- we're all going to interpret it. Whether you're a Boston Celtics fan or a Suns fan or just a general NBA fan, who got the better of who? Well, Devin, here's your opportunity. Go torch that ass. Yeah. And, de- and Jason Tatum did have 49 points tonight. Not to be but he overshadowed. Did get to the line 12 times, he, I think. He, right? He did. He did. But still, 49 still 49. Yeah, I'm not going to knock 49. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. But 51 and 49. 100 points between the two guys today. Two guys. And listen, the future of the game is fucking awesome. And I can't wait to see that game next Wednesday. It's going to be insane at the Footprint Center. Yes. All right. Well, let's get go ahead and name our draft king, king of the game tonight. I think this one is no surprise. It is, of course, Devin Booker. Congratulations to D-Book. Back-to-back 40-point games. Back-to-back king of the games. 51 points, 6 assists, 20 of 25 from the field. Shout out to our guy, D-Book, man. He's getting it done out there. Yeah. Did you hit on your bet? Of course I did. Yeah. yeah the, the, took- the over was uh, was DeAndre Aiden. Uh, points, rebounds, assists, and I think it was 28.5, and he more than yeah. he more than did that. I took the over on rebounds at 10.5, and, and before Easy the game, money. I was like, it was, it was getting a little higher from what it was mm-hmm. earlier in the season. Um, and you're like, no, nah, that's doable for sure. Oh, yeah. He hit that too. Easily. So. Easily. We were making money on on books over, <laughs> and now we're making money on DAs over. Yep. Like I'm, I'm a big fan of this right now over on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. And if you guys have not gotten in on the action, be sure to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Sign up with code PHNX, and if you place a five dollar pregame money line bet on any NBA team to win their game, and they do, you're going to get 150 dollars in free bets that you can use for whatever gambles you want to make on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. One more time, that's code PHNX. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. You know, one of the other things that's so great about something like tonight and seeing the epic performance of somebody like a Devin Booker is to understand that there's other epic things that are going on in the Valley. One of those is going over to Four Peaks and watching some of these World Cup games. Go join us at Four Peaks. It is crazy intense, especially when the U.S. team's playing. Uh, R.I.P. Mexico. They got eliminated today. But the American team will take on um, uh, the Netherlands on Saturday. That's going to be a crazy 7 a.m. open door. So you won't see Lindsay there. No. That's for sure. But you will see me and the rest of the PHNX crew because uh, we'll probably just stay up that whole night before and just keep drinking because that's what we do. Uh, so come join us. Must be 21 and over to, to enjoy that Four Peaks. Also, they got this cool fucking thing. I'm going to show you right now. Dude, I, got this is, I actually saw this when I walked in today, and I was like, that would make the best Christmas gift. It's so cool. This, oops, sorry. This <laughs> is a Four Peaks holiday It's cheer, like an advent calendar. Box. It's an advent calendar. Check yeah. That thing out. That's a pretty sweet thing. So buy that because it starts tomorrow, right? The right. Calendar? So you get to yeah. pop it out, crack it open yep. tomorrow, number right? One, we're going to pop open number one tomorrow, November, right? Let's go. Are, is there? Yeah. 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 It starts tomorrow. But this thing is so cool. Like this would make the perfect gift and or a gift for yourself, to be honest with you. Go pick it up tomorrow and start tomorrow. Even if you're a couple days late, that's OK, because like, you know, on Saturday, if you can't make it to Four Peaks for the watch party, you can still enjoy Four Peaks beer while you're watching the game. <laughs> so you should pick one up because they're super cool. But just a reminder, like Salsa, 21 or older. Uh, to enjoy that Four Peaks beer. All right, let's talk a little bit about DeAndre and season high, 30 points, new standard set, new standard met. Um, He also had 17 rebounds and two blocks, and he added three assists in there. What did you think about DA tonight? Uh, Listen, DA came out, played strong from the jump, kind of set the tone, and then was kind of quiet because Devin Booker was putting on a show, Mm -hmm. deservedly so. Uh, And then in the fourth quarter, I uh, kept adding to his stats, and I mean, listen, <laughs> if DA plays like this, the rest of the league is in yeah. fucking trouble, because mm-hmm. we've been saying it this whole time, like, if, if DA could only this, or if DA could do this, 
And DA starting to do that. And listen, this is now seven games in a row with double doubles. Okay. He was Western Conference Player of the Year, uh, Player of the Week last week. He's probably not going to get this week because of Devin Booker. Um, but yeah, but but has there ever been teammates that back to back weeks? I'm get sure. It? You would think there. Have. I mean, I, I don't, don't know. know. I, I, I don't know, know off the top of my. Don't head. ask questions you don't know the okay, answer how about to in yet. The Suns? <laughs> I don't know <laughs> about the Suns. Yeah, I still don't know that question. Uh, but listen, Sorry. Devin Booker and, and Da when they play like this. They are damn near unbeatable. Mm. Um, I, I can't even remember the last time they both scored 25 in a game, let alone lost. I, I, I just don't even think that that's even possible outside of maybe their first year together. Um, so, listen, it was just a fantastic effort by D.A. Um, he's adding things to his bag. He's way more aggressive. You can you can see it. It's a visual with D.A. You could see that he is not putting up with a lot of shit. He got fouled in the first quarter, and he was upset because it was a missed layup, and he was deservedly so. And then he comes back, scores another bucket, has a couple nice dunks. It's just he is just he's doing everything that every Suns fan hoped he would do from the jump and more right now, and it's beautiful to watch. It's just like I know you mentioned it off the top, and we've had – weird conversations around it like is it actually was it actually pat bev should we be thanking him should we be thanking Draymond green and a little bit of that chaos that was going on there i even asked you today during the the game like i need to know what clicked yeah like what was it that made the light bulb go off where da was like i can be that guy yeah and i'm gonna be that guy and then went out and became that guy. Like, I'm just curious, not not because I want to have, like, any sort of beef about it or anything of that sort. I really just want to know because I am so fascinated with the way that this is. It just literally was, like, at the snap of the finger. It was one game to the next. Mm-hmm. Completely different performances. And he's been doing it for a few games now, which was something we had talked about. Like, is this going to be a consistent thing? Well, so far, yes. Yeah. I mean, maybe it was Charles Barkley. I don't know. But Taryn, Taryn actually has a great uh, a great point, and I did notice this in the game. Noticeable difference is he's aggressive to the basket. And what Taryn is pointing to is a lot of times when D.A. was getting the ball in the middle of the key or whatever, he would try to maybe do that little floater. Little now, as soon as he catches it, he's, he's either – He's already got a few steps going in towards the basket or he just goes to the basket. And now those little floaters are layups or dunks at the rim. Mm -hmm. Like he's not fucking around anymore. He's like, no, I could do this. No problem. These bigs can't guard me in this league. And he's starting to realize that. Like, I'm super proud of D.A. I was hard on him about three weeks ago because he was playing like shit. You know, you you come down in a game and you have eight points and four rebounds as the number one overall pick with the max bullshit. No, you got to come. You got to come bigger than that. And ever since he has been coming up hard, it's been fantastic to watch. Again, it's the small things. It's the floaters turn turning into layups. It's making that second, third effort to get a rebound over somebody's back without fouling them. Um, the putbacks, the taps against the backboard just to get yourself the opportunity for a rebound. Like he's given himself second, third, fourth chances and his teammates second, third and fourth chances, which keeps the keeps the rhythm going for the team. It's it, again, I, I, I couldn't be happier with his performance over the course of the last two weeks. Um, I feel like that consistency is arriving now. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to quite say it's there yet. I need maybe give me one more game, then I'll say it's there. But you know what? Like, I'll even, if he has a few drop-off games here and there, but then you can string together four or five really solid games yeah. and then maybe have two games where you drop off a little bit, I would even be super stoked with that. Because there's there are plenty of guys on this team, especially when Cam Johnson comes back and Chris Paul comes back, that you can have that kind of rotating door yeah. of players who have those nights. Yeah. So you're right. It's almost there. Almost there. But even if it's just a few that fall off here and there, I'm still okay with that. As long as the fall off is still at a as at a decent level, right? Like a 15, that fall off 10. is like yeah, 15, 10 or you know, 14, 11 or something like that. Cool. Um, you should always get double digits rebounds because your effort should always be there. That's the thing. If the effort's there, the talent will take care of itself. Mm-hmm. But when he's not, when his effort isn't there, that's when he falls off. That's when he disappears. That's when he's a non-factor. So um, whatever got up into his ass, uh, I hope it stays up there and never comes out because it's been awesome to see his aggressiveness, how persistent he's been, 
and you know really just the second best player on this team. We we were questioning it, you know, Mikhail or we, Diaz. We did. We said Mikhail. We said, is it fair to say Mikhail is the guy it now? It ain't Mikhail right now. It ain't Mikhail right now. It is by far DA. That's how high DA ceiling is, though. Mikhail plays great. He'll give you 20. He'll give you 24 every now and then. DA's great could be 30. It could be 35. It could be 40 if he really wanted it to. Um, man, I are we going to see a game this year where it's like, Booker has 40 and DA has 40. And has that ever been done in the league before? God, I hope we can see that. That would be a blast. Um, Okay. So there's a couple things that we need to address here from the chat. Uh, First and foremost, on the topic of DeAndre and Vince said, I truly think the foul trouble and ankle injury at the beginning were bigger than what we gave credit for. Do you kind of feel like maybe that was a thing too? Like, I know we're pointing to Pat Bev and Charles Barkley and all these things. Do you think maybe it could have just been that? And it was like just a DA thing and that he's actually was growing over the summer? I I don't, I don't, totally buy into that because even at the beginning of the season he was still um he had some good games but he was still playing hesitant and he was still a little um the energy wasn't there um and so uh, like i i i get what you're trying to do but i've seen this for for three and a half years you know outside of the playoff run i've seen this inconsistency from da too many times to just say it's an ankle you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. at some point you are what you are but maybe maybe I, I don't think it's that I think it's the fact that he actually got called basically a shitty player on national TV by Charles Barkley got pushed in his face like he was some afterthought by Pat Bev and he was like you know what I'm kind of done with this bullshit yeah and here we are and I, I love mean, it code said in the chat too much of a coincidence Brian said he said on the post game that he had to step up I know he oh, did have that yeah. conversation yeah. with um Gerald Gerald gave us that report a few days back where he was saying, this is this is what I need to be. This is the norm. Yeah. And I know that. And if as I go, the team goes as well. So he did. Maybe he did just have a a revelation in his head. He also did say that his ankle was giving him issues. And Mm -hmm. and but he also told us uh, in in that post game, I think it was a couple games ago before the I think it was the jazz game where he said that his effort wasn't where it needed to be. Like, so he acknowledged that. Mm-hmm. Um, so part of that's just effort. Some of it's just the ankle. Uh, but whatever it is, it looks like it's in the past, and he's and he's co- clearly moved on. Okay, so we'll come back to these three main guys here in just a second. But before we do that, Saul, you have been asked like 82 different times <laughs> in the chat today to give Landry Shamit his flowers. ADZ even gave us a super chat and said, Saul, how about Shamit's night? Saul, the floor is yours. He, he played well. The he flowers well. are fresh. He he played he played well. <laughs> he he shot the ball well from three. I think he had what, 12 points? Uh let me check. Yeah, yeah I mean, he I, had 12 points. Yeah, he had 12 points. You know, so I noticed that he hit four threes. Um, you know, he, he he played decent. I mean, I again, like I wasn't really focused on him. I was focused on the two stars of the game for the most part. So, um, hello, said Shamit did well when the game was over. I mean, depending on when you thought the game was over, because he did hit two threes early in on the first, in the, game, in the, in the first, first half. half. Yeah. yeah, listen, Shamit is Shamit. Um, I know everybody wants me to give him flowers. I'm gonna give him flowers when he does this in in a game that I feel like okay, that was that was key, that was crucial. We needed those points. We needed that three um, or a big game. Like then then yeah, I'll give it to him. But you know, let's just chill. It, there's 81 other points that we need to talk about first. We did talk about them first. Now we're talking about these ones. Yeah, I want to keep talking about. Them. <laughs> um, but no, for real. Shout out to Shamit. Four of seven from deep tonight. That's pretty impressive. I will like, say I'll this: he hit his, all the time. He hit his first two threes. And I was like, wouldn't that be some shit that Espo and off. Gerald are not here and this is the night he gets 35? Oh, wouldn't that have been great? <laughs> One of these days, it's going to be, it's got to be, it's got to either be <laughs> Book and Shamit going off like this for 81 points together or DA and Shamit. I don't care who it is, as long as Shamit's one of the two. I don't think that's We need it to happen so bad. Okay, oh so now I want to go back to, now that we did that, <laughs> we gave the people what they wanted. I want to go back to the Mikel and DA conversation as far as like the who's two, who's mm-hmm. three or whatever. Not because I want to pick one or I want to put a label on it, but I also I want to pose the idea that maybe, maybe we're having the best of both worlds. We're on any given night 
one of them can be the number two guy. Um, because we're seeing not right now, right? Not right now consistently, but we're seeing the two of those guys and the chemistry with Devin as well. The three of those guys, if there's a silver lining, we've talked about silver lining of the injuries this year is that those three have been forced to grow together mm -hmm. and individually as well. They, they, they had no choice. They have to, and that maybe come playoffs once they get even more run, this will be a completely different, like way more consistent. Yeah. The confidence in them individually, more so Mikhail and DA will be incredibly higher. Like, are we just do maybe we should just throw out the idea of who could be two and just say maybe we could have any given night, those two could be two. I I, I would I would I wanna say yes. Okay. I wanna say yeah, that's true. Any given night, one of them could be number two. But the way DA has played, um, it just feels different. Mm -hmm. It feels like, okay, if DA does this, this team can win a championship, even without Chris Paul. Like, that's how good they are. When when Mikhail does it, it's great, but it doesn't give you the same feeling of dominance over right. your opponent like DA does mm -hmm. because of the whole inside-outside factor uh, with Devin and the other shooters and then DA down low. Like so so there's there's levels to this as our guy Gerald would say. <laughs> um and so I feel like that's that's the biggest difference. So to me, I I'm 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 definitely going to hedge my bets towards DA needing to be that number 2 and hopefully he will be that number 2. But yeah, I agree that they they can be interchangeable um especially here in the in in the regular season like I I just I haven't seen Mikhail be dominant four games in a row like yeah. DA has been dominant on the offensive side four games in a row. Now, what I will say, though, is Mikhail's defense has been phenomenal. It was really ironic, though, tonight that he had two phenomenal blocks on defense tonight. And right away on the other side of the court, he would shoot the ball and get a shot blocked. <laughs> I thought that was very ironic oh, tonight. Poor uh, they were looking for revenge they, immediately. They, they did not <laughs> want to get showed up. Uh, I was like, dude, you guys are focusing on the wrong guy. The other guy who has 51 points is the one you need to be blocking. Uh, but Mikhail's defense is always phenomenal. You could always rely on that. You know what you're going to get from him. He gives you everything you, he's got on that side of things. Um, also, don't be afraid to go into the CHGO chat and, you know, talk a little shit because yeah. that's what, that's just what Chicago fans do. Speaking of CHGO, first of all, they use the same photo as we did for our thumbnail. And second of all, we have more viewers of them. They're just trying uh -huh. to steal uh -huh. all of our love that with a book photo. They were like, well, we know everyone's going to want to see book and want to talk about book. I mean, well. their title literally said, <laughs> it, I kid you not, it says, Devin Booker explodes for 51, comma, Suns blow out Chicago Bulls. Yeah, I mean, yeah. hey, it's true. They're, it's the they're facts. not wrong. Listen, that's that, the CHGO podcast. I love those guys. Big Dave and Mike and, and uh, Peck. They're phenomenal. Will mm -hmm. Gottlieb, they do such a great job over there. They're a fun watch. Um, and they know when they get it handed to them. Yeah. And they would they would say the same thing. They would not yeah. shade the Suns whatsoever. Um, so I got much love for them. So, um, But as far as we go, uh, Devin Booker. DeAndre Aiden. This is the first time that I saw those three, DA, Book, and Mikhail, and thought, oh, okay. We like have we have our three-headed monster. This is this is it, right? This is our mm -hmm. this is our Tony Parker, uh, Manu Ginobili, Tim Duncan, mm. right? Like this is these these three are the ones, these, these are the cornerstones. So it makes me feel number one, much, much better about the prospects of losing a Chris Paul in the future. Because we have three guys that are legit studs. Um, and it makes me feel good about the pieces that we could possibly add at some point throughout this season that could just take this team to another level. Right, because we still like have bringing DeMar DeRozan a trade over. To, sitch, to get figured out. Yeah. And that's going to come sooner rather than later because we're getting close to the trade deadline. And it's going to happen one way or the other. It's just a matter of when. And there was another little rumor I think floated today too, right? About Jay, or was it yesterday? Another Jay Crowder? Jay Crowder rumor. I mean, there's just space. It wasn't like a specific player. It was a team that had interest, or quote unquote, team had interest in Jay Crowder. Oh yes, yes. But I we did hear from him. James Jones earlier this week, and he basically said he's in no rush, and they're ju he just hasn't found the right fit for Jay just yet. 
but it's coming. It's coming. And well, hopefully I, I, we get somebody solid who can add even more I'm, I'm, to an already I'm, solid team. The Wizards are the team. Oh, there Thank we go. You, <laughs> Thank um, you, Taryn. And they did say uh, the rumor was is that the Suns are shopping for a power forward. Right. They do want a power forward in, in exchange for Jay Crowder. So we'll see if that happens. Listen, it's got to be the right fit. And knowing this organization, listen, as much as we didn't think James Jones did very much in the offseason and how much we toyed around with KD, um, you got to give him credit for not panicking, not trading assets to just blow up everything and and see if you can get a superstar that might not fit the right way with this team. Um, they're very shrewd in their moves. Um, and you can say that when you're 15 and 6, that they're shrewd about their moves. Now, if they were, if they were sitting here and they were like, you know, 11 and 10, we'd be like, we well, you should have made a move. Yeah. So we winning cures so everything. Angry. As Sean Payton has said, uh, you can just put <laughs> spaghetti sauce over the so uh, top of it and everything's going to taste okay. So uh, that's exactly <laughs> where we're at right now. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, we're sitting pretty. We're sitting pretty. We're sitting comfortable, not just with Suns fans, but also literally in these chairs from more furniture. Shout out to our friends over there who helped uh, hook up our entire studio and office space here at PHNX. If you guys are in the market for some new furniture, may maybe you're looking for a nice dining room table. Maybe you're looking for an even more comfortable couch. More Furniture has you guys covered. Check them out at MOR Furniture. Dot com. They also have a ton of sales going on right now for the holiday. Yeah. So great time to uh, head on over to that website or at their warehouse here locally and uh, see what see what piques your interest. Our friends over at More Furniture. One more time, morfurniture.com. Also, if you're running a little low on money and you want to try uh, to play your luck with the we, we fantasy don't, sports. We don't gamble to try and make money. I know. That was probably a bad, bad It should uh, not be a career advice. decision. Okay, I'll try again. Hold on. I'll try again. Christmas is coming up, and if you get extra money in your stocking for being extra good this year, a really great place hey. to uh, utilize <laughs> that extra coin is the Underdog Fantasy yes. app, because it's the best place where you can combine playing fantasy sports and potentially win big money as well. The best part of this is you can play it by yourself. You can play it with friends. You can play it on a regular basis. You can play it every once in a while. Yep, yep. Like It's very convenient for whatever it is that you want to get out of the app. It's really fun. Um, we have a fantasy show here at PHNX where they can help you kind of get started. If you're new to it, or even if you're already like a pro's pro, you'll yeah. probably really enjoy the show as well because they share lots of information. So if you haven't checked it out, underdogfantasy.com, or you can download the app, but make sure you sign up with the promo code PHNX because Underdog will match your first deposit up to $100. It's different because it's not like a long season on, you know, fantasy play. Um, it's you can do it day to day. You can do it week to week. Um, it's just a lot of, you know, it, it's it's really fun to just get your friends involved. A couple of them. You're going to watch a couple games, you know, like the TNT games. There's two back to back. Hey, let's draft tonight's games. Boom, boom, boom. You can do it in less than five minutes. You pick three or four players each, and then whoever wins at the end of the night, you get to take everybody else's money that put that will, from whatever they put in the pot. So it's it's pretty awesome. So it, it, it's a fun app. Yeah. Fun, so fun it's app. It's a heck of a lot of fun. Okay, so we have something, Emma, that was able to pull up for us. She grabbed something off the internet. I think it's Devin speaking about something. So let's all listen to it for the first time right now. Hey. That's a bad man right there, man. That was DA in the back giving his his guy some I love. love. So he said five misses, uh, talking about KD. Mm -hmm. Somebody must have already told. I would think somebody must have told him about KD's tweet already at that point when he had said that, but. That's fun to see. That's I love awesome. That. That's awesome. L listen, yeah. nobody does behind the scenes like the Phoenix Suns. This I is true. Whether it's working out or just locker room access or whatever, uh, they're on another level. So it's a, it's pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, and then we have, okay, so don't kill me after this, okay? But it's time. Emma, are you ready? Cue it up. In the darkness, <laughs> beyond the light, there shall only be one. Welcome to Gary! 
Okay, so here's why I said don't kill me. Here's why I said don't kill me. (laughs) Gerald was not at the game tonight, but he sent a statement for me to read for you guys, okay? Girth, he said, he said, Girth regrets that he was not able to be there in person for Devin Booker's historic night, but considering it was the first home game he's missed all season, he is willing to consider taking one for the team and staying home for the Suns' remaining home games if it ensures greatness. Fantastic. That's your uh, welcome to Girth for the (laughs) evening. Our poor Gerald, like bless his heart, he's sick at home right now. And his tummy hurts. Like the and Saul literally Saul added insult to injury. He he hit up Gerald tonight and was like, which one's worse, Gerald? Your actual illness or the fact that you're missing this game at the arena? Like uh, to be damn. fair, to be fair, he did say it was a toss-up. He did. He did say it was a toss-up. So uh, yeah, you know, hey, listen, uh, the, the illness is going around. There's the flu or whatever covid or whatever uh and so we hope he gets well uh he didn't sound so good on the phone but he's uh he still put in some work tonight and popped off some tweets and listen nobody was gonna miss devin booker's 51 tonight no. that's that's sure not gonna be him so um yeah it's, and it's i'll bet you 20 bucks gerald writes something tomorrow oh a million percent <laughs> he's literally gonna percent. be in bed writing with like tissues and <laughs> cough su- syrup and cough drops and all yeah, the things yeah, but yeah. he's gonna get you that content gerald yeah. literally requests graphics from me at 2 a.m sometimes m- most nights most post games yeah He'll request a graphic at 2 a.m i can guarantee you i'm gonna get a notification at 2 yeah i mean yeah. listen it, folks wash your hands and you know just be careful out there there's a lot of people sick cover uh, your mouth when you, you cough. cover your mouth when you cough just you know practice good hygiene you'll be stay okay. away from not, children they're it, petri dishes it, oh my gosh i'm not saying <laughs> i'm not saying that's girth didn't do any of these things i'm just saying like a lot of people are getting the stomach bug and all this other stuff so just you know be healthy yeah so i wish i really wish that uh girth was on the other side of that introduction but i still think it was hilarious <laughs> this is true hello says in the chat <laughs> emma's mom can stop by his place with chicken soup this is true this is true emma's mom always helps us out she's the mother to all of us degenerates here at phnx somebody's got to take care of us and emma's mom comes through why my mom why not your mom <laughs> why, why? Because your mom is a precious baby angel. That's why she's Thank willing you. to take care of us. And so, yeah. and like I said, we're all degenerate. Somebody's got to, because you know we're not taking care of ourselves. This is getting uncomfortable. So <laughs> <laughs> it's because she's got a kid who's college age still. So this she is gets true. why she gets it. Like, you know, Emma and I were having this conversation earlier. When you were in college or when you were younger, like fresh out of college, like basically when you were just starting out. You didn't have a whole lot to your name. You maybe had one chair in your living room Mm -hmm. instead of an actual couch, right? When your roommate's parents came over and they left you with a full fridge of food or they took you out to eat with your roommate or something like that, those parents are the best parents in the world. Like, shout out to all those parents who helped us out when we were younger and we just needed a little extra support. You know? Oh, yeah. That's no, I totally saying. agree. Totally That's agree. Totally agree. All right. Back to the game. Anything else <laughs> that you want to talk about? No, I, <laughs> listen, this, this was just a fun-ass game to watch. For a little while, it looked like DeMar DeRozan was was starting to wake up, and, and he was going to try and match Booker, uh, you know, tit for tat, but uh, it didn't happen quite to that degree. But it was fun for a little bit in that third quarter when they were going back and forth. Um, it, it, listen, the other night I said, I just love good basketball. And this mm-hmm. was fucking great basketball by the Phoenix Suns. It was so such a pleasure uh, to watch. And, um, you know, we're, we've said it for a couple of years now. We'll continue to say it until whenever. But we're lucky yes. to, to be blessed in this city with great basketball outside of like maybe a seven to eight year gap uh, where it wasn't so fun. Mm-hmm. And... <clears throat> I can't talk right now. <laughs> I just nailed my spit. Oy vey. Um, it was it was good basketball too because a lot of the games recently have been I'm sounding like Kevin Ray on the broadcast. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever Kevin, Kevin got Ray enough to struggling. give it to me. Hope you feel Jeez. better, Kevin. Oh my god. <clears throat> he was like, uh, EJ, this is what's going on tonight. <laughs> okay, real quick though. 
<laughs> I need, can we all just agree that EJ reading ad reads without ever reading them ahead oh of time God. is the greatest thing oh my God. in the entire world? <laughs> I need more of that in my life. He said, originate, uh, native. And then he was like, no, it's the native. And he was like, why didn't you put the E on the end? <laughs> you just out of control. Oh but God goodness. bless him. How many we likes do we have, Emma? So much. We have 92. Oh, that's too bad. We have 92. And we have, that's not enough. You know, no. and even Aaron in the chat agrees with us. Aaron was like, yo, I want my PHNX friends to have at least 100 likes. Help us out. I mean, I'll do Espo's like call button. if we get 100. Are you? I will. Will, I will. you do it in a Nookie Monster fuck voice? Fuck no, I won't do it in a Nookie <laughs> Monster voice. What the fuck is that even? No, I'm not doing that shit. Well, I just figured it's his birthday. Like, you could do one nice thing I'm not for him. doing the Nookie Monster, Lindsay. What I'm the hell? Insane. I agree with Lindsay. You should do it. Uh, I think so, too. 2v1, I think we win. No. Sorry. that That's not even, a, that's not even up to debate for debate. Like, I'm just move not, along. I'm, I'm not going to talk until you do it. <laughs> What's just? I'm going on. A, I'm did, going on a. Yo, we hit 110. A silent, 112 a likes. 112 likes. All right. The Phoenix Suns are the best team in the NBA. Suck it, DeRozan. Suck it, Chicago. Suck it, Dragic. That's for you, Espo. <laughs> oh my gosh! I tried, you guys, but at least we got. Yeah. At least we got the call out. I don't know how to do a monster voice. What? How do you do it? You just snort? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, yeah, that was kind of spot on. <laughs> no, Try it again. No, you have to go, you have to go deeper. You no, have to like grasp your throat. I gotta go yeah, deeper. You have like, to I'm grasp not... your throat. What yeah. do you mean? I'm not gonna. Like when you. <sighs> like that. <laughs> Did you do it? No, you do it. <laughs> no, we're good. <laughs> we're good. <laughs> <laughs> she said, That's what you have to do. <laughs> She's not wrong. Saul, you were so close. She's oh, trying, so close. You were so talk close. About yeah, so far it. away. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thank you all for tuning in. We appreciate you. Uh, tomorrow, we will have a show for you at 3 p.m. on our YouTube page and, of course, wherever you listen to your podcast. Until we see you next time, you can follow me on Twitter at LindsaySmithAZ. You can follow Gerald at Gerald Bourget. You can follow Espo at Espo. And of course, you can follow Saul at Saul. And remember win, 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 win. <laughs> Curve everything else. Win, 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 win. Ahoy, ahoy. <laughs>